0: Hi, welcome to Bank Innovations Weekly Wrap for the week ending February 28th so what are some of those stories you worked on this week Shuman?
1: In the beginning of the week uh, Rick and I worked on a story about Intuit's acquisition of Credit Karma mm-hmm. uh, we reviewed some company statements and we spoke to some analysts and uh, judging by what the companies were saying it seemed like through Credit Karma Intuit would gain a better um, outreach to more customers because Credit Karma is a personal finance platform with a lot of users and data and uh, the impression the uh, Intuit CEO gave was that they would be able to develop a more robust personalized platform for customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spoke to some analysts who said that made sense to them uh, however there were others in the industry who were maybe a little bit skeptical Uh, about the ultimate outcome uh, because they were looking at uh, Intuit's acquisition of Mint which is a personal finance platform um, that's you know more than a decade old and they were saying basically that uh, Intuit wasn't able to evolve Mint further so um, what does that mean for Credit Karma so um, I guess it's a wait and see. Yeah. Um, Angelique, were there any other stories that stood out to you this week?
0: Well, uh, this week I wrote about how Gulf Capital Bank raised 93 million and since they don't have a legacy banking, they were just a bank that was started not through an acquisition of a larger bank, they kinda, they're kind they in a unique position where they don't have to deal with some of the issues that legacy banks have to deal with and I spoke to their CEO and he mentioned that they're trying to use digital to kind of back up a community bank feel. They want people to feel comfortable coming in but also comfortable using all of their digital tools and apps.
1: So, uh, for context, Gulf Capital Bank is based in Texas, right? Yes, Houston. Uh, they just opened, set up shop, opened for business within the last year. Yes. Uh, so they're one of the few, you know, new new companies to get a banking charter, essentially. Yeah. Um, Gulf Capital Bank is trying to create a kind of community business bank,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they are hoping that the the fact that they don't have to rely on legacy technology is going to help them, um, you know, compete and reach more customers yeah. where perhaps, uh, other legacy institutions are lagging. So, yeah. so that was interesting. Um, uh, linked to this whole, well, it doesn't quite link to the legacy technology issue, mm-hmm. but it relates to how banks can connect to third parties. Uh, Rick and I also, um, covered a, an industry conference in Washington DC that was organized by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And uh, at the conference, there was a debate among bankers and data aggregators about um, you know, just the parameters around sharing customer data. Uh, There's this practice called screen scraping, which means that the app essentially logs in as the customer and holds the credentials. And that's a practice that the banks say is not secure and they want to stamp out. They want to get into agreements with aggregators and third parties to allow for secure API-based connections. I think the aggregators, they totally agree with the whole security point and they want, you know, API-based connections. However... They were just concerned that if the banks want to set the parameters for sharing data, mm-hmm. that consumer choice is not compromised in the pursuit of the security. So they, they say you know, they want mm-hmm. secure uh, connections to um, to account data to allow third-party apps to operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they share all those concerns with the banks, but it's a for them it's a question of customer choice. So yeah. uh, definitely a very interesting debate. I think you wrote something about Chase wanting to get into agreements with... Data aggregators, um, you know, to stamp out screen scraping.
0: Yeah, I've actually written several stories about Chase and their connections to data aggregators. Uh, they do want to stamp out screen scraping. They have an API and they want to work with uh, third-party apps that have agreed to tokenize uh, in, uh, customers' information. They don't want it to. They don't want those apps to log in as a customer and to hold their credentials. Hence the
1: agreement with Yodlee that they yeah. had, right?
0: Yeah, and that's that's part of them stamping out screen scraping and. Chase actually wants to set up a deadline for third parties to agree to work through an API and through data aggregators and not use screen scraping. And I think the bigger part of the debate is also how you mentioned it's choice. What if there is a third party that's not able to do that, but the customer really wants to connect that to their bank?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. The CEO of Finicity mentioned and Platt also did that mm-hmm. that they agree with all those concerns, but they just they're a little bit nervous about banks' ability to shut down access to third-party apps. Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's a, a debate that will continue, I'm sure, throughout the, the year, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how things evolve.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thanks.